What is up, everyone? Um, I'm excited for today's podcast. Um, This is a subject that I am very passionate about. Um, And so if you go to Victory here in New Orleans, um, I'm recording this on Monday. So yesterday, Pastor Frank preached on this scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, verse 14. It says, thanks be to God who in Christ always, always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory and through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere. And so I don't know if you noticed in the scripture, but it definitely says in Christ always leads us in triumph, always, not sometimes, always leads us in triumph as as trophies of Christ's victory. And so, you know, this is like my testimony. Like I used to be a defeated Christian, sorry to say. And really, there's nothing really worse than a defeated Christian because basically we have obtained the greatest victory ever of all time. And it's ours. And the Bible says that we can live in a place of victory, that we don't have to go from defeat to failure to one day I'm going to get the victory to, you know, it's going good today, but tomorrow it's not going good ups and downs. But really through redemption, we can always live in triumph every single day of our lives and in every single area of life. Because a lot of times I think you know, if you don't if you don't know the word of God in a certain area in your life, then you can't live in victory in that area of your life. But really, God's plan and purpose for us as children of God is to be trophies of Christ's victory in every single aspect of our lives. And you know, Paul goes down to talk about after that verse in 2 Corinthians 3 that we are now the epistles of Christ that people are reading. So, you know, really what something that changed my life is really getting the understanding that my life is a display of what I believe about the God that I serve. You know, so ultimately, because I believe that my God is my healer, I refuse to tolerate sickness and disease in my life. Because I believe that my God is Jehovah Jireh and that he has blessed me, that he is El Shaddai, that he's the God of plenty, because I know that, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to live paycheck to paycheck. I refuse to keep on struggling. It's struggling day in and day out. And you know, you really have to get to a place where you understand that there are, there's no more excuses. If we're redeemed, if we've been born again, a lot of times people make all kinds of excuses as to why they can't live in victory, as to why they can't live in triumph in certain areas of their life. But you have to understand that The Bible says that cursed is the man that relies on the arm of the flesh. So if you're always looking to man for provision, if you're looking to man for your healing, if you're looking to man for your joy, for your peace, for your strength, you're always going to be frustrated, disappointed, and limited. But the Bible says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted beside the waters, bearing fruit in every season, Every season, it doesn't matter what goes on in the world, the people around you can be living in defeat, the people of the world, but you, through Christ, you can always live in triumph. And I don't just mean like you feel triumphant, but really life sucks. That's, that's like, that is, 
you know, the Christian life, something I love that my pastor in Houston will always say, you know, the Christian life is not a life of pretension. It's not a life of pretending that everything's good because God is good, but really everything's terrible. You know, the, 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 the victory that Christ has obtained for us should be notable enough to non-believers. It's not just a, an ethereal spiritual thing. It starts in the spirit, but it manifests in the natural because it's, it's to display to the world the redemption and the victory that Christ has wrought through the work of the cross, through his substitutionary sacrifice. So we're really, our lives are to be a display to the outside world. So it's much more than just an ethereal, I feel victorious, but really everything's falling apart. I need a breakthrough every, you know, every day, whatever. So really, and understand too that not not everyone is struggling and you don't have to stay in a place where you're always struggling trying to get the victory or you're constantly feeling defeated you know and i think that's that's kind of like a hard pill to swallow but you know for me personally like i had to come to the realization like if i'm defeated in a certain area of life that's not on god it's just i need to build i need to discover more of god's word in that area and so obviously there's no condemnation to those that are in christ and the grace of god is what empowers us and helps us to live in victory to live in triumph but ultimately it's not a devil problem it's not a my nation the economy in my nation's not good it's not a pandemic problem it's not a lockdown problem it's not a it's not a i don't have anyone to help me problem it's a lack of revelation that's the only problem as a believer that you can have is a lack of revelation of God's word. And I think that excuses, it's so easy to just make excuses as to why you can't rise in life or to why you can't break past a certain point. You know, even, even with finances, there's a million reasons and excuses that someone could give as to why they can't make above a certain amount of money. But ultimately, when the revelation comes to you of the blessing of God that we have through redemption, you realize that God has a million ways to get provision to you and he doesn't need you to figure out how he's going to do it. He doesn't need you to limit him by, you know, our, we, our small thinking always wants to try and limit God, but understand that God can do exceedingly abundantly above anything that you dare to ask, think, or even imagine. So it's like, you know, it's the same with, with health. It's like, you know, there's a million excuses as to why why, oh, you know, I can't get healed from this. It's super rare. It runs in the family. Well, I've always been like this. This is just the way that I am. Um, you know, why you can't get free from a certain sin. You know, I've just always dealt with this. This, this is just the way that I am. Why you can't get free from anxiety. Well, this is just my personality. I just worry. I just like to be, you know, whatever. So it's like, you can either make excuses which, you know, or you can trust in the Lord that whatever he has said, he's able to perform it. If you can believe God to save you from sin, death, and hell, you can surely believe him for provision. You can surely believe him for your healing. You can surely believe him that he's going to be the supply of your joy, your peace, your strength, and your freedom in every single area. And so, you know, as I was just studying on all of this in the scripture about us being trophies of Christ's victory, that we are a public display of Christ's total triumph. I started thinking about, re, you know, redemption. So the Bible gives us seven redemptive names of God that reveal the seven facets that our redemption includes. And understand the redemption that we have through Christ is not just like 
a spiritual and ethereal. It actually touches every single part of human need. The redemption that we have through Christ touches every part of human need. And, and it will, it satisfies every human need. It, it, there's nothing that you need that's outside of redemption. And the Bible says that we have redemption through his blood. You know, I did that podcast on the blood of Jesus. So if you have the blood, you have redemption. If you have redemption, then you have these, these seven things that we're going to talk about. So I'm just going to go through quickly the seven redemptive names of God. And so these names of God are what we should be displaying. This is the triumph that Christ has purchased for us. This is the triumphal procession that we're walking in, is the, is the testimony of Jesus. It's our redemption story. And so this, this redemption is sevenfold. And so the first redemptive name of God is Jehovah Shammah, which means the Lord is present. The Lord is present. That means you don't ever have to be sad. You don't ever have to be lonely. You don't ever have to feel like, you know, you're just abandoned, high and dry. I have no one to help me. No, instead of, instead of making excuses that there's no one to help you through redemption, we can say Jehovah Shama, the Lord is present. The Lord is with me. He is near to me. And if God is with me, nothing and no one can be against me. So that's the first one, Jehovah Shama. The next, the next one, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace, the Lord, our peace. So as believers, if we're to display that the Lord is my peace, you know, I kind of talked about this on the last podcast, then we should not be people that give way in sudden panic. We should not be people that are easily moved by bad news. We should not be people that are easily just thrown into a state of being frantic when, when things don't go like we thought they were going to go or whatever. But the person that has an understanding of Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace and he changes not. You're not going to be easily shaken up by the things that go on around you. You're going to be a person that is steadfast and grounded in, in that revelation of the, of your God, that you're at peace. And, you know, and obviously I'm sure we all know people like that, that, you know, you know, people who are just, they're always high, strung. Everything is a big drama. Everything is like, you know, whatever, but you know, as believers display that the Lord is your peace, that you're not someone that's going to be easily just thrown all, you know, bent out of shape and whatever, but you're a person that displays that I have a peace that's actually not affected by this world because the world didn't give it to me and the things of this world can't take it away from me. That's Jehovah Shalom. And so the next one, Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd, the Lord, our shepherd. That means that the Lord is my guide. He's my protector. He's the one directing my course. That means that my life should display that I'm not just out here trying to figure out life. I'm not just out here confused, doing whatever. I have a shepherd. I have someone that's guiding me. It should be notable enough about my life that I'm in the right place at the right time. You know, when's the last time someone noticed about you? Man, that person, they're just always in the right place at the right time. They're just always having some kind of divine appointment. They're just always having some kind of crazy testimony about, you know, that they were, they were exactly where they needed to be when they needed to be there. That's what it means to be a display that the Lord is my shepherd. I'm not confused. I'm not walking in the dark. I know exactly where I'm headed. My footsteps are sure and they're secure. 
Why? Not because I'm all whatever, extra spiritual and have everything figured out, but because, because I trust that the Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah Ra, the Lord is my guide, my protector. I don't fear the future. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. He sees what's ahead and he's protecting me and he's guiding my every step. The Lord is our shepherd. The next one, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. So you're either going to be a person that is, you know, (laughs) complaining about the fact that there's some reason as to why you can't get a financial breakthrough or you become a display of Christ's triumph that Christ took my poverty so that I could be rich. My financial security is not based on my career. My financial security is not based on the economy of my nation. My financial security is rooted in redemption. Jehovah Jireh, my God, will supply for me. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter your educational background. God knows how to get provision to his people. And if he can't find someone to give to you, he'll send ravens. He'll send ravens. He will send birds to give provision to you. God knows how to get provision to you. It does. And so I think it's so important that revelation has to burn out every excuse as to why, you know, even in 2020, there was so much talk just about for this. I'm a, the people are oppressed because of this, that, and whatever. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that that doesn't exist, but ultimately when you're born again, when you're born again, every limitation and whatever uh, oppression, it, it, it's destroyed by the blood of Jesus. The Lord is your provider. There is nothing, there is actually nothing limiting your financial increase. That is part of our redemption. The, the God promised Abraham, in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. Financial increase and multiplication is part of our covenant right as a child of God. It, it, so it, it actually has nothing to do with the thing the, your natural self. That's why Paul said, everything I am in the flesh, I count it as garbage anyway compared to the knowledge that I have of Christ. Why? Because my knowing of what Christ has done for me and purchased for me, really, it nullifies everything that I am in the flesh. It, you know, and so really, I, the reason that you're blessed is not necessarily because of who your parents are. It's not necessarily because you have a college degree. It's not necessarily because your boss likes your personality. The reason that you are blessed is because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he took our poverty so that we could be rich. And so that's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. Jehovah Nisi, our banner of victory. Hallelujah. Our banner of victory. That means that I'm not going to walk around complaining and anxious and nervous as to how things are going to turn out for me. I'm walking around saying, bless God, I already have the victory. I'm being led in a procession of triumph. My life is a display of the victory that Christ has won for me. So I'm no longer... I'm no longer a defeated Christian because why the Lord is my banner of victory. The Lord himself is my banner of victory and the Lord cannot be moved. God is seated on the throne and he cannot be moved. Therefore, my victory is sure. My victory is secure. When I pray, I get answers. When I believe God, I see it come to pass. And so that's what it means. The Lord is our banner of victory. 
I'm no longer, no longer walking around sad like a defeated Christian. Why? Because we know that we have the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the next one, Jehovah said to you, the Lord, our righteousness. And so I've talked about this on a lot of podcasts. So the Lord, our righteousness, what does that mean? That means that there's no more excuses as to why we can't be free from sin or as to why we can't come boldly into the presence of God. The sin problem has been dealt with. My sin nature has been removed from me. Christ became sin with my sin so that I might become the righteousness of God in Christ. That means that I have right standing with God Almighty. That means that my prayers are getting answered. That means that sin's dominion has lost it's power. I'm no longer bound by my sinful tendencies. I have been delivered. I am now the righteousness of God in Christ. And that nature of righteousness is driving out every sinful desire. And that, that, that righteous nature is making me in my behavior more and more holy. I'm being sanctified. And so that's when we understand that the Lord is our righteousness, you're not going to be casually just living in sin, doing whatever, using, you know, what, just keep on battling the same things over and over. Because I think a lot of people, again, it's, it's the devil wants to come and try to lie to us with excuses as to why we can't get free from a, a certain sin or a certain whatever. I just battle this. I just always battle lust. I just always battle this addiction. I just always battle X, Y, Z. But when you understand that my life is a display of the victory that Christ has won, over sin's power and that I am righteous. The Lord himself is my righteousness. The Lord himself is my righteousness. And when you live your life like that, it makes your life an epistle of Christ, that your life will be desirable to someone on the outside who's in bondage and they see how free you are from, from the grip of sin. And when they see how free you are, the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. So when they see, when they see your, your intimate relationship with God and the fact that you've actually been set free from sin, and it's not just something like you go to church, yet you still battle the same things that everyone else is battling. What's the point? You know, it's like, what's the point of sitting in church year after year and you continuously battle the same things that everyone else is battling? That's not the plan of God. The plan of God is that you would display Christ's triumph over sin's power to the world around you, that you can show people that there's a real freedom. There's a real freedom that's available. And it's not, it's not just like a hopeful, like sometimes, but it's a true freedom whom the sun sets free is totally and completely free indeed. And so Jehovah said, Canoe, the Lord is our righteousness. And this is the last one, which I'll probably do another podcast on this one because it's so good. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. The Lord, our healer. I think this one probably just hits home with me more than anything because when this revelation came to me, that healing is mine, that healing is the will of God for me, that I don't have to be sick another day in my life. There's actually no reason for any believer to tolerate sickness or disease in their life because Jesus Christ bore every sickness and disease in our place. And so really, you know, obviously if you don't know the word on that, then you may just think that sickness and disease is a part of life, which many people just feel like, oh, it's a part of life. It's a part of getting old, whatever. But you have to understand that the root of sickness and disease is sin and Satan. The root of sickness and disease 
is sin and Satan. And it's not normal for a believer to be getting sick all the time and to to be continuously battling sickness and disease. That's not the will of God for us. My life, our life should be a display that we serve the God that heals. I serve Jehovah Rapha. When everyone can't find a cure for whatever the next pandemic is, it should be evident enough. We serve the God that that he alone heals. He alone holds the healing power that mankind needs. He alone is the answer to the world's problems. He alone is my healer. And so really our lives should be displaying Christ's triumph over every sickness and every disease. He was whipped 39 times so that you could live a healthy life, so that you didn't have to suffer pain in your body, so that you didn't have to suffer sickness and disease, because the Bible says that by his stripes, we were healed, were healed, past tense. I was healed. I'm not trying to get healed. I am healed, and I am a display I am a display of Christ's triumph over every foul sickness and disease. That is the plan of God for our lives, that we would be, like it says in 2 Corinthians 2.14, that we would be trophies of Christ's victory. And that when people look at you, they will know that you serve the only true living God. And that is what will draw people that they'll want to know about the God that you serve. That they'll want to go to church with you. They'll want to hear more about your testimony. They'll want to hear more about what you do on Sundays and why you're so involved in your church and all those kinds of things. They'll be coming to you when your life becomes a display of Christ's great victory. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.